host named Jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. I'm your host, Louisa Barton, in the studio with Dr. Adam Kayot. And we have been talking about teeth. This is the second part of our two-part tooth series. Or would that be teeth series? <laughs> I guess it would be teeth series. Um, we've been talking a little bit about uh, uh, when radiographs are necessary, what kind of um, regular care uh, and extractions, uh, if needed, your horse might, might uh, be taken care of by your veterinarian. Uh, Kind of moving on with that, I think one of the things that has to play into all of this is horses originally were just grazing animals. Right. Uh, so now in captivity, they are getting hay and, and grain and a number of other things. So that obviously has to change how um, a horse's teeth break down as they, as they age. I'm um, sure. sure that plays into some of the things that you're looking for. Super important for good quality of life. Mm -hmm. We talked a little bit about dropping feed and how important it is that they chew it properly so they can digest it properly. And we all know that the digest digestive systems of horses are uh, yeah, right. quite something. Um, so that's <laughs> very important. Um, when you do an exam, how much uh, are you looking for like dental disease around gums and things like that? Uh, certainly, I, I look for it. Um, typically, you'll see uh, periodontal disease, gum disease in, in older horses um, to where you'll have pocketing and that sort of thing, um, where they'll pocket food. You know, the, the gum may have receded or, you know, maybe there's some injury or maybe they've lost a tooth or any of those things. So I certainly do look for that. Um, a lot of times, if I see those, um, depending on the situation, I may decide to put what I what's called a diastema there. So, excuse me. You basically, you basically um, make a gap that between the teeth, typically that's larger, so that the food that gets trapped in there can easily get taken out. Um, if if it doesn't look like a diastema is going to do much at that point, um, I'll just tell people to kind of keep an eye on it. This is very typical in an older horse to have these periodontal pockets, and um, and hopefully, uh, hopefully, it never becomes a problem. Obviously, um, they can they can be more prone to to abscesses and that sort of thing because of that, um, but. Uh, a lot of times, if you keep up with your proper dental care and, and are, are, are cognizant of what's going on, uh, you can prevent a lot of those problems. I mean, you can still get abscesses in young horses' teeth, you know, I see that too. Um, so I don't know that an older horse that has periodontal pockets is any more prone to it than, you know, a younger horse is the bad stuff. They're periodontal pockets. Okay, they're there. That happens. Um, but they seem to manage with it pretty, pretty well. Um, so it's just something to be, be cognizant of and, and addressed if needed on a case-by-case right. -case basis. Kind of and kind of um, mentioned this a little bit when we were talking uh, earlier before the show, but how important is it that you're not taking a telephone number off the feed or, or tax store wall and you know it says dental um, right. specialist and the person comes out they are not a veterinarian in Florida uh, currently it is not illegal to do your own horse's teeth it's not illegal to call yourself a dental specialist or technician and go and do someone else's horse's teeth right. how important is it that you're it is a veterinarian licensed veterinarian and what knowledge and 
and skill and all of that that a veterinarian has opposed to just calling that person whose number's on the on the right, wall. Right, right, right. Not in the bathroom, <laughs> in the in the tack room. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so, well, this is a big, deep subject it here, is. but um, as a veterinarian, we have a you know extensive training in anatomy in how things are supposed to work, how things are supposed to look, um, and, and, and how to treat those problems. Um, you know, floating a horse's teeth is a lot more than just going in there and filing off some edges, okay? And, um, and veterinarians have the background and the expertise to, I think, um, best serve your horse. Um, there are guys out there that do it and have been doing it a long time, and that's that's fine. And I'm sure some of them do a very good job, um, but they don't have the anatomy background. They don't have the other the other thing that they don't have, and if, if the horse is sedated, they don't have the knowledge of what to do when you know stuff goes wrong right. stuff hits the fan right, right. and um, and then you're kind of you know in limbo of well great now I gotta call a veterinarian and <laughs> right. you know stuff is not good the horses I mean I've had that happen too I've had people with lay dentists do work and they've been overly aggressive and I you know I've been called out after the fact and you know the horse is not eating and you know will not eat for this horse didn't eat for like a week and a half. I mean, then he started picking. I mean, you know, the horse is going to lose. He lost a ton of weight. And yes. It was just a disaster, right? It's just a disaster. And, and um, you know, it, you just, uh, me personally, I mean, I, I attend conferences put on by experts in the dental field that are veterinarians and we're we're always constantly trying, up to, learn. There, trying to learn what's best and how to do how to do this um, um, most efficiently and the best way for the horse and and we're required to have these hours that guy at the, the number at the tax store doesn't care you know mm -hmm. he doesn't he's not he's not required to follow up and get the latest information and 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 find out what people are doing nowadays and what the new recommendations are I mean that that changes all the time it changes all the time in human medicine yeah, it changes all the time so and true. We're, we're learning it's why it's called practice right because there you know we're, we're constantly adjusting things and you know veterinarians are on the cutting edge of all of that of the health care you know of, of your horse and and teeth maintenance and floating teeth is is all part of that system it's 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 all you know it's it's all the whole the whole deal you know so yes um, and and in florida and i know it varies from state to state and we have a lot of listeners out of state but in florida legally the only person who's actually allowed to sedate your horse is your veterinarian that's correct um, so if anybody else is sedating your horse then you're also putting yourself in a position where you're not sure maybe what they're using to sedate right. um, how if they're giving the right amount mm -hmm. and who might be there if there is an issue with sedation which I know is rare but there are some horses who have had issues with sedation certain yeah. types mm -hmm. then you don't have somebody there in that case of the emergency and I don't know about you but I wouldn't go and get a telephone number off the tax store wall <laughs> to have anyone extract my teeth 
And yeah, actually, no. in Florida, they no. um, unless you're a veterinarian, you're not allowed to use mechanical um, tools, and you're um, you're only allowed to use. Um, uh, yeah, the regular the floats, yeah, yeah, the manual, um, and you're not allowed to do extractions unless you're a veterinarian. Yeah. So if you do have the layperson come out and do the float, and then you do need an extraction, you've then got to get the veterinarian anyway. So you probably would have just been better to do that in the first place, and right. then you'd be right. much more. And with right. horses like mine being almost 34, I don't want anybody sedating him except you know right. the veterinarian right. in case anything yeah. happens. Sedation is rare that something happens, but it can happen. It can happen. And and um, you know, so that's that's a real easy reason to you know have have a veterinarian on hand. Owners can sedate themselves, right? Um, but um, you know, it's it probably is best. Certainly, generally, the veterinarian is probably going to be a little bit more expensive. But you know, you do kind of get what you pay for. Thank you. you. Get some, yes, you know, I agree. Some peace of mind. And, and a good point about being on the cutting edge and learning about all the new things that you know are happening because that is a constant in, oh, in, in both human and, um, and animal medicine. There's always people are always learning. Absolutely. And if you're not, can you know, you might maybe you've been a dental technician for you know 30 or 40 years. You might be very good at it, but you may not know all mm -hmm. the, all the, the new, new things, things. You know, and you know, um, Dr. K is coming out with dentures. <laughs> You're gonna push me down. You're gonna partner with me on this. Yes, I actually. I'm thinking about it. You know, I know this radio show that would advertise. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> that was great. So really important. Make sure you're checking, uh, having your veterinarian check your horse's teeth regularly. You never know. There may be something, as you mentioned, uh, very good point. Waste of, of feed. You yeah, know, that yeah. save you some money and maybe help your horse pack on a few more pounds. And yeah. uh, very important, especially as they get older. So teeth are a big deal, uh, especially uh, for horses with a delicate digestive system. Something to make sure your veterinarian's checking on at least annually. And with older horses, maybe a little bit more often. So thank you, mm -hmm. Dr. Kayot. We've got some more segments in the next few weeks coming up uh, with Dr. Adam Kayot from Peterson and Smith. But stay with us. We have more Horse Talk Show for you coming up.